the new thing on uh what is it? I know Irv, you seen it like the Tommy Joiner Power with the new drug that's like, oh, it's better than the better that's high you ever had in your life. Like it has I no see contact. Jesus. It has right. no what? <laughs> right. Let's do it. All right. Like, <laughs> right. So there are no drugs. downsides to this. You can it's do it's not a drug. What are you talking about? And you don't come up with a hangover? That's called Jesus. <laughs> That's not a drug. <laughs> like you see how it made my eye, my dude eye go straight, then all of a sudden it went back. Right, right. <laughs> why? Now I don't know. Maybe it is him. Like, why dude is, is is dude? That's not Freddie Gibbs, is it? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. I was like, damn, this dude look like Freddie Gibbs. And I ain't want to Google it because I didn't care. So <laughs> I didn't care that much. <laughs> like, man, Freddie, Freddie Gibbs are here with the whack eye. <laughs> and then I started thinking, damn, do Freddie Gibbs got a whack out? I never noticed. <laughs> no, <Nah>, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and knowing Freddie Gibbs, he probably put that in the character. Like, yeah, 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 give me the character with the weird. Let me get a weird eye. I'm going to do a, like a mad eye, moody eye. It just be weird with it. <laughs> That's what I heard. And they say everybody on the cast was just looking at him like every time they was doing like the recording. Like, I can't stop looking at his eye. Like, right. So years and years ago, when I was a teenager, we would play paintball at this dude's house. It was just like this dude's house. And he would sell paintball stuff. We go, but this dude had an eye that looked over this way and one <laughs> eye that looked like that, right? And you were just like, I don't know which fucking eye because it was like, it was just enough to be like, oh, I'll look at that eye. He always go, this eye right here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you call it out. <laughs> He's like, this eye right here, buddy. <laughs> no, no. Respect to him. Respect to him. Calling out the eye. Respect yeah, to him. I'm like, ah, like, bro, pay attention. Right. It's like, like looking at a girl's boobs. Up here, buddy. Like, oh, right. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they were gotta right there. The, gotta watch the right eye. Gotta watch the right eye. <laughs> oh man! All right. Welcome everybody. All lazy-eyed people out there for Nerd Podcast. Uh, if we've already disrespected you and made you turn off because of that, I apologize. The show does get better. As everybody, no, knows, it doesn't. No, that's uh, true. <laughs> I mean, but we all hashtag the People's Podcast. So People's Podcast it has to get better. It has to get better. Um, but we're here again, as always. I have uh, the Duke of all night skins, Jason. What's going on, Jason? <laughs> I love that term. Oh man, <laughs> I, it's a good day. It's been a good day, so I can't complain. Living the best life here with you guys. Actually, actually, we're going to start having like the tier you like Game of Thrones announcements, like the Duke of all nerds, the Duke of all night skins. <laughs> like he's going to have this long list, like, <laughs> the Leaders Queen of, of Dragons, the, the Great, <laughs> the Great, yeah, just a long list until finally I mean, you're like that's going to be the whole show. Once as long as list like <laughs> as long as titles and not charges, I'm good. <laughs> facts, okay. facts. Yeah. Also, we got us here on the stream. I mean, it is an honor and it is a pleasure. We have Irv from the DMZ. Oh, come on, man. You know us all. Yeah, we talking about you from the DMZ <laughs> coming straight for you, man. Look, I've been waiting to do this show with Irv for so long because Irv is a geek. I remember in school we used to have geeky conversations. We have it on Facebook. We have. So I've been waiting oh, to get table. Right, right. <laughs> Y'all both are getting beat up. <laughs> no, no. He, he like six <laughs> seven. He wasn't getting touched. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Once they find out the basketball, it was a wrap. I was good. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, you, play, you ball? Okay, you fine. <laughs> and, and he was tall. So it was like, nah, nah, come on, man. You they didn't want that smoke. They didn't want that smoke at all. So when you just smoke? watch Jason get his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Man, I sure wish I could help him. <laughs> had nip with him. He was good. Yeah, I did have nip. I had my best friend nip with me, man. We used to ride together too deep all the time. <laughs> Always. But, but Irv, it's a pleasure to have you here, man. What's going on? 
Look, man, nothing, man. I just rushed back home from a basketball game just now, just to, just to do this with you guys, man. I right, we definitely appreciate it. I mean, now for a second here, we're going to pay some quick bills, and everybody knows we pushing that nerd focus. We probably have a link in the description if you're watching live on the Twitch. I'll make sure in the description we have a link here for you. Buy you a case. It's an energy drink. Uh, I think the company's out of Denver. They do a really good job here, man, at Upstart. So they're upstarting with us as well. So definitely check that out. Uh, I am not wearing my man's, you know, in-your-face art shirt today. So shame on me. I did go to somebody else. I had to pull one out of the drawers and do my thing. But in-your-face art again. Anime, your favorite anime, all of it, Power Rangers, all the stuff you like, it's there. Shirts, uh, hoodies, posters, check it out, inyourfaceart.com. Again, we'll put that link in the description. And last but not least, man, our book club reviews coming up, guys. The N-Word for Nerd Book Club. First books we're doing here is Black Sands. So people don't know, we're going to do a book club, and we're going to focus on artists and authors of color. Because I think they don't get enough shine, especially yeah, especially in the sci-fi, <laughs> the sci-fi and fantasy realm. I feel like if we say, "Hey, do you know any sci-fi or fantasy realm black author that's not Jason on the show?" Probably people <laughs> wouldn't know. So <laughs> check out uh, Black Sands, and then we're reading Volume One and Volume Two of the Seven Kingdoms here. So again, go and copy or get your copy, man. And on May twenty-first, we are going to review it. Hopefully, I can get somebody from the company to come on the show. And like talk about it and you know get some fun there. So hook it up, guys. All right, oh, Jason, anything you want to plug? Because I feel like I always plug all this stuff. You want to plug something? I would be sad. I mean, what happens if I gotta talk shit about this dude's book in front of him? I don't want to do that. Man, he better knuckle, he better knuckle <laughs> up. Shit. You you said last week knife fight to discuss it in the comments. So <laughs> just bring your best uh, machete, bro. <laughs> find a way to circle around it. <laughs> I think it was mm, pedantic, but enjoyable, but pedantic. Uh <laughs> No, but, you're the uh, plug oh, guy. Man. You always plug stuff. So you yeah, keep plugging. Keep plugging. I appreciate it. Oh, that's it. That's all the plugs we got. So, guys, we have a jam-packed show for you today. Uh, we are going to eventually review Ozark Season 4 Part 2. We're going to play a little game with that as well, you know, because we love games on this show. We are going to have a segment we have done, Make a Case. This is where we take an old-school movie that was paying, and we talk about why it shouldn't have been paying and why it's probably awesome. And today's choice, we'll save it for. We'll save it, but take yeah, soon we'll for it. that. And then we... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have another another game called uh, Trash and Treasure, where we talk about some future movies coming out. And Jason, Irv, and myself will say if we think it's going to be trash or we think it's going to be a treasure. It ain't no half-stepping. It's either going to be good or it's going to be great. <laughs> or it's going to be terrible and it's going to be a disaster. No in the middle. around if it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> and then where we're going to start off today, guys, is that we have a nerd discussion. So... To jump into this one, and I'm going to let him speak for himself because I don't want to paraphrase anything that he thinks or feels incorrectly. But so, Er feels, or he's post things about when comic book movies has a certain, like, they okay. play into the sexuality of the character, regardless of hetero, whatever, whatever. And he feels like if it's not important to the story, why is it in there at all? It should be focused on with the story and, like, I guess his example was like, it should be about beating Thanos, not about who's dating and who's relating. And so, Irv, I don't know if you want to paraphrase it, but I'm going to let you just jump right into it, and we can have this discussion, man. I'll give you an example. In Endgame, when they shot, when they went to Tony Stark's house and they showed him have a kid and do this and that, that was important to the story. Now, I'm going to use Eternals. Eternals was very interesting. 
because there was a lot of sexuality, straight, homo, and all this and otherwise, that made the movie longer than it should have been. And it just didn't fit to anything that belonged in the story. So, first of all, um, geez, and I was I was getting everything ready and I forgot the main two characters. Um black dude, you ain't gotta you can just be stereotype all the time. Um, you hey, look at all the time. I forgot the guys. If you don't know, this is a show of what blurbs. And if you don't know what a blurb is, Jason, it's a black nerd. It's, it's, it's all black. it is. Black folks don't know people's names in movies. We don't know their names. We just be like, hey, the Asian cat. That's my cousin's. That's my cousin's uh, kid. That's Bebe's kid over there. I don't, I don't know his name. The white dude that had the Superman powers. And okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, is that good enough? Rob yeah, there you go. Okay, white man with the Superman powers, and an Asian lady that took over. Uh, the main the main character yeah. had relations. They're not real humans. <laughs> Make it make sense. <laughs> then I, I remember Sprite because she's the youngest. Sprite was in love with the, with the white Superman dude. Sprite is under eighteen, legally a child. <laughs> legally a child. Like, are you really insinuating this thing for kids to look at? And be like, you, and they even mentioned it. Hey, you have a crush on him. I know you. You, you are love with him still, aren't you? They're still not real. So how are they even getting feelings? <laughs> then the black guy from, from Atlanta, I could I could say that. Yeah, paper yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, paper boy. About that paper boy. Paper boy is in love with a man and has a has a kid. The man does nothing with the story. He should even be in the story. But yet and still, you're forcing it into the movie. So when I see certain things, and it's, it's another thing why I think Batwoman ended up getting canceled off CW as well, that you're forcing a story that has nothing to do with why people like these characters. So I'm watching Batwoman. I want to see how she's going to save Gotham from these idiots that, that go psycho. I'm not watching it for 15 minutes of, oh, I'm in love with you and this and this and this. We shouldn't be doing this. and Maybe four or five minutes. You can you can you can make it go that way, but you can't be in love with every single female in Gotham. People in Gotham are crazy. We know this. But everybody in Gotham is crazy. You still live there. You crazy. <laughs> Thank you. But literally, there was an episode with Batwoman where twenty minutes of the show was a relationship story. Mind you, the the bad guys are just terrorizing Gotham. She's just like not even paying them no mind whatsoever. How are you going to stop this this menace that's going through? I don't need to know. That you're in love with this person. Like your side character has issues because of his father passed and didn't know his situation. Uh, apparently, the sister that you never liked just has a storyline of her own. <laughs> now all of a sudden, we gotta worry about your 45 relationships with every every woman that comes into the show. Like, come on. And that's why I kind of liked when they brought in Robin Givens, because that gave her another storyline to have. But then Toward the end of the season, they just had to throw it back in there with the other black girl that was in the show. Had nothing to do but with this. But the they're both black, Irvin, so they got to get together. Okay. You didn't, you didn't know that was yeah. the rule. It had black. <laughs> I she, she was dating a Latin girl at the beginning of the y'all season. Actually, y'all actually went to high school with black people in it. So when you go to an all white school and there's another black person, that's your girlfriend. That's your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't care if y'all got nothing in common whatsoever. That's your girlfriend over there. But, but y'all like, better make some little beautiful brown babies together. <laughs> but then there's a story coming out saying how they 
it's a 12 minute ban scene in Saudi Arabia for a sexual scene that's going into uh, the Doctor Strange movie. Did you really need that in a Doctor? Doctor Strange is already a crazy character. That four hundred fifty thousand things goes on with his character. Now you're going to add in a homosexuality scene. It's not needed. It has nothing to do with the story. I'm trying to figure out how you're going to kill that octopus in the middle of the street. Like, <laughs> well, we saw he killed the bus, so we know how that ended. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. If you want to bring in a story that goes into and make it a longer situation, fine. But just don't force it upon us. Like, I, I think so many stories and movies and TV shows just want to force things on you. Like, you're telling a great story. Then all of a sudden, hey, I didn't know your husband was home. Oh, no, actually, it's my wife. Don't force it on us. Make it make it feel natural. Like, you know... Actually, I'm going to be on vacation. Uh, me and my wife are going to do something. Let it ride through. But, like, somebody walked around, oh, I didn't know you were gay. Like, why would you even add that? Oh, I didn't know you were married. Okay, that has nothing to do with the story. Right. But my okay. thing is, I just don't want everything to be forced. Like, you could tell the story and maybe throw it in, let it, let it build to that side. But if you force it, it kind of makes you like, okay, you're just trying to make a point because you want somebody else to be included. Ah, I was waiting. I was waiting to see if we got around to the <laughs> inclusion. The inclusion. Uh, I don't know, Jason. What are your thoughts on this? Because I know you're you're new to hearing this. Where I've seen the his post and you know kind of blow. So I can understand your position. I under I can understand your position. Uh, as I was talking with Jason a little bit earlier, uh, it, there's a thing where they do in a lot of shows and TV shows, especially with uh, gay men, where they basically. Uh, they have a character and they see another character and they make eyes in the next scene. They're having sex. And it's like, that's weird. Like, that's not how thing. like, it's weird. It's like a weird thing to do. And, and I can understand like, to me, yes, that definitely does feel the course other than just building up this character to have a boyfriend or whatever. Um, but to, to push back a little bit, uh, especially in the kind of the Marvel thing, or even with Batwoman, her lesbianism is a part of her character. That's like the number that's one, that's number one thing. It's, so and I know it's like for me, it's like pe these people exist. Put them in your movie; they exist, and it doesn't always have to be a part of the story. Just to let that person know, like, oh yeah, that person is gay. Okay, let's keep it moving. Great. And it, and it, and for me, those kind of kind of things are are fine because you don't need a reason for a person to be in a story, right? You don't need a reason for a black person to, to participate in the story. You don't need a reason for a trans person to participate in the story because they exist. That's just it. It's they're here, they live, they can be a part of the story, whether we, you know, agree with it or not, because they exist. They they live in the real world. So that, that's the only thing I would I would push back on that. Um, other than the fact that, yeah, sometimes it does feel like they're doing it more for I I don't like to use this word, titillation rather than storytelling parts yeah. and i can understand that but, but that's kind of like how sex has been used in the media <laughs> throughout since it's been you know since dudes have written anything down like you know everything <laughs> has always been like more for sensationalism than for storytelling and techniques but i think more so today than in any other part of our media history in the last you know at least the last you know 50 or so years that you know, directors and writers and producers are being more cognizant of adding characters who are not in the 
global norm or whatever I would say, you know, LGBT characters and having them have being their stories being more inclusive to the story rather than just being tokenism. And I think that's probably the problem with, with a lot of this. It's just tokenism rather than being something that is definitely a, a integral part of the character or integral part of the story or the plot. It's just like, Oh, there's your black guy. You guys happy? <laughs> you know? Right, right. Yeah. To me, you can tell a story and include that, but don't force it. Don't make it seem like that has to be there because you don't want to upset anybody. Yeah. And I, I can definitely like understand it. that. And, and if I'm especially it and I'm enjoying the story, and the first thing I say is, damn, why didn't they could have just left that out? And especially a lot of like well, you know, like Disney stuff or uh, you know, stuff that is trying to, you know, they're they're trying. I mean, like Anything in Hollywood, especially when it comes to like representation, their first instinct is to tokenize rather than to actually include tell a story. <laughs> yeah. So like I this is part of the growing pains of of hopefully it gets better. <laughs> but we I mean like you know, when the aliens come down and they want to be a part of the stories, they're they're gonna be tokenized too. You and know, it's gonna be it's just gonna well, be another tokenized. <laughs> yeah. We already know what the aliens are about with any movie. Um <laughs> And that's why I'm going to jump in there. We're going to shoot it back to Irv, and then we'll kind of wrap this up in the bow and kind of ride with it. So the thing, and Jason got to hit a lot of the points I was going to hit, but I guess the main point I want to hit, especially when we come into the, the focus of the sexuality, is that unlike the tokenism or the representation when it comes to you and I or any race or even gender, that is easy to see without words being said. Mm-hmm. So when you're like, oh, I hate that they put that in there, it's that's the only way you can show that representation is through sexuality. It's no other way to show it without them having to say and announce it in some kind of way in there. Now, is it pigeonholed in this token? Absolutely. But all representation, because the representation is being produced by people who don't understand how to properly write for the people that they're putting in there, you have to kind of take it as, like you said, the beginning stages of representation like hell as long as black people have been in hollywood from the beginning to this we still don't even we just talked about it with two one two shows ago remember about what makes me mad we still don't even have show movies about us that are not just quote-unquote slavery or struggle movies like we said how come the northmen couldn't have been with black people mm-hmm. but you know why they, they hollywood will never do that because they don't <laughs> see us as marketable even though black panther can make a billy they don't see us as marketable they don't see that we can make money or we can make money at the box office because that is the claim that they say. So even with the LGBT and all that, et cetera, they're never going to put them to lead something out because that woman will be the mark for why you don't put those characters in your stuff and let them be leads. Like every failure is the reason why you don't do it. So when you see this pigeonhole representation, it's usually one to check a box, but then two, some people want to see themselves like that. Like, let's be real. The Eternals is an all white cast in the comic books. Yeah, so yeah. any representation <laughs> in it was pigeonholed and was forced. But like you said, their race didn't matter to it because they weren't even human beings. So their concept of race shouldn't even have mattered. But the <laughs> point of being is just that without adding those nuggets in there, then without that representation, then technically we would never have representation from that group because unless it's a story about them being that, then we won't know it because we would never reference it and do it. So I think until Hollywood finds a more creative way to show that representation, which I, I struggle to even think how they can do it, it's going to kind of be what it is because that's the only way you're going to get that check off representation. Unless you start off the movie and be like, hey, by the way, such and such gay, 
<laughs> that would be great. At the beginning of the movie, you can't do that. You can't do that. Character right here. Yeah, this total gay. gay character. On to the movie starts. You guys ready? Right, right. <laughs> Listen to the gay characters. Everybody got it. Everybody understand it. This one's trans. This one good. Got it. All right. All right. Here this we go. The movie. Outside of that, there's nobody really to do it. So that's why I think even the comment. But Dr. Strange was like America Chavez saying she had two moms, maybe I think was the thing. That was yeah. one of the things being cut. So it is some Latino girl out there that probably has two moms that, yes, you're right, Disney has no reason to put it in there. But now they're probably going to be akin to this character because they're going to say, wow, this character has something that I have and blah, blah, blah. But also, America Chavez is fucking awesome, too. So I'm surprised. And she has two moms. She has two moms in the comic books. She's always yeah. had two moms. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, yeah, but, that's also, um, but that's why I say I'm, I'm here for it. In the sense that I feel like it's me being a brother. That's why I wanted you to have it on it because, like, I like when brothers have this perspective because it's easy for me to find a white guy to be an a hole and doesn't understand diversity. And it's like, well, I don't understand. They got to make it black. Like, why can't you just make your own movies? <laughs> right. <laughs> you understand that concept, but you have also look at it as a situation because I think where Irv is coming from, and correct me, and that's going to let you finish so you can set the record straight if we mischaracterize. You're just saying, I want a strong story. Yes. And if you're going to put this in my movie, make yeah. the story make sense of it, not say I have a story and then we're going to put this in because, you know, I need you all to know we got your backs. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let also, let's, finish and we'll go on. To, oh, go let's, ahead, also, let's also be uh, very, very clear that Batwoman as a TV show just sucks all around. <laughs> oh, I'm just want to say that too. <laughs> it has nothing to do yeah, with her woman. being a lesbian. Yeah. It's just Zapple. a terrible show. Example: <laughs> <laughs> that woman sucked balls, and she probably well, does she, not. She doesn't suck balls, but <laughs> literally, uh, literally. Right, right. She figuratively uh, sucks. <laughs> Final thoughts on you, Irv? But but yeah, I, everything you guys said is is basically what I was hitting on. Like, I knew Batwoman was created as a gay character and basically was to fit in just to make it seem like Batman and Robin were not gay because she was dating <laughs> at first and then switched over and, and then came out and had all that situation. But honestly, when we saw that Ruby Rose was hired to be Batwoman at first, did we have a question to know that she was going to be a gay character or not? <laughs> nope. I mean, You're right. That's a good point. <laughs> My Chris nope. is like, how is she going to beat up on people? She's like 110 pounds <laughs> <Exactly>. soaking wet. <laughs> but, but like you picked the correct character for the type of role that it was going to be. So I didn't question that part of it. And it even started out that way. So that story progressed and I started to enjoy that part. Now, when they switched Batwomen and it was like, okay, I see a woman across the club. I'm going to sleep with her. That's forced. Hey, look, just because the black one had game, we can't be mad at her because the white <laughs> one was black. This one was like, gang, gang, I want that right there. I'm about to go have that. Hey, but, you know I'm Batwoman, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, hundred percent, like, and 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 like, you was you was going to say it too, Jason, too. Also, like, if you're going to do that, create your own. Like, the source material is there for America Chavez to have two other same-sex parents. You can keep yeah. that story in there. That's fine. The source material says that. But if you force something like Superboy, we don't need to somebody- see. We don't need to see America Chavez go over there and be like, oh, are you a lesbian? I'm a lesbian. Let's scissor. <laughs> but the story uh, I, may, I may pay for that, though. Like, <laughs> like, she might be like, you know, I had a situation like that between my moms or something like that. And, you know, and then you can progress from there. But, like, you're just walking home and be like, oh, yeah, there's my moms. Um, So let's go up here and try to figure out what we're going to do. <laughs> let's jump in this multiverse portal. <laughs> see you, moms. <laughs> 
That's what I don't want. Like, <laughs> let it progress. Like, by no means do I want people to not be included. But it feels like it's a slap in their face if you're doing it that way. Yeah. Include them right. <laughs> well, and again, like I said, that's why I wanted you to come on to clarify because I think it's a great conversation. And then kind of for people who struggle with the difference, he's saying like, hey, look, hey, it's that quick pan over and it's the two moms and maybe they're holding hands at the doorway like cheering on as she goes on. But a good way to include it would be that if you're focusing on a new character and you're showing her perspective so that she feels fully fleshed out, showing her waking waking up and her mom getting her up because she's letting an alarm go off and she gets up and gets dressed and her other mother's making her breakfast and they're having a conversation. But it's nobody talking that, oh, yeah, my two moms. But you can see because we're we have eyes that she has two parents and that actually fleshes out her story because you can show like how they love and care for her, how what kind of home environment she has. That could be in the story because it's giving her character development, not just say, hey, I got two moms and then I'm going to go fight crime. Like, And that's what he means. That's the difference levels he's saying. That could be included in your storyline to help versus the others just put in because you're just tokenizing representation. I Hopefully that summed that up correctly if I misquoted it. Someone's like, definitely going to run with this and be like, get rid of the gays! <laughs> no! gays <laughs> either! <laughs> Get rid of them all. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> now we're the blacks are rebelling as well. Thank you, Dave Chappelle. We get rid of the games. We get rid of the blacks, and it will be perfect. It will be like the fifties all over again. <laughs> Dave Chappelle has changed the tide in this battle. Uh, so... <laughs> oh man, uh, we are definitely going to get canceled on our first free uh -huh. ever. This is going ever. to shut us down. Like I can off, imagine some. Just get me off. <laughs> Oh, we already lost the viewer. We lost the viewer. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, of the two, they're like, nah, this is this is too this is too black. It's too 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 black. I got a oh, man. Come on, come back. <laughs> right. It probably was my get rid of the gays comment. I was doing that in jest, everybody. I don't want. No, that's not what I want. I want the exact opposite. <laughs> I want people to Absolutely. live and have happy lives and enjoy yes. themselves. And not just be thrown. Yeah. During World War II, the Civil Aeronauts Authority selects 13 black cadets to become part of an experimental program at the Tuskegee Institute in Alabama. The program aims at training colored personnel to become fighter pilots for the Army. However, discrimination, lack of institutional support, and the racist belief that these men lack the intelligence and aptitude for their job dog their every step. The bike this, the Tuskegee Airmen, as they become known more than prove their worth. That is the wrong summary for Red Tail. I was going to say, that's not Red Tail. I, I was like, what, 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 what are you talking about? <laughs> I wanted to start off that way because I thought Red Tails was that movie. Just Tusky Air Bear. Bear. <laughs> With yeah. Larry Fisper. <laughs> and when I watched Red Tails today for the first time, I was like, I've never seen this movie. But guys, today we are going to do one of our first installments. I think it's actually the second one of Make a Case. Again, I said, like I mentioned before, we take a movie that was panned or critically disliked, and we say, you know what? That movie was as bad as everybody said. We should take another look at it. So Jason decided to pick as the first one that we really officially do. It was Red Tails, a 2012 film. Uh, I believe it was directed by George Lucas, correct? No, sorry, Anthony and Hemingway Anthony. and George Lucas. Lucas. Yeah, George Lucas. It's Lucas Films produced it and all that other good stuff. And the screenplay is after one of our, our all of our probably favorite people, Aaron McGruder. So I, say, I wouldn't say favorite person, but yeah, you know, I would hey, give him a hug. 
<laughs> I'll definitely give him a hug. I'll give him a hug. Jason, please make a case why Red Tails should be reevaluated. Uh, well, firstly, uh, we always talking about you know making movies uh, with black folk in them. Uh, so this is this is it. This is it right here. This is one of them. Uh, the the thing is uh, for this movie, it, since, especially since it has some of George Lucas's fingerprints in it, it's a little hokey. Uh, it should not have been PG thirteen. Uh, some of the directions are in it are a little bit off, and some of the dialogue is is laughable. But damn, is this movie not good, man? It's like it's thrilling. It is like when the aerial when the dog fights are happening and stuff like that. You kind of feel like, man, that would because I was watching it with my son, and he was like. Man, if it wasn't for the shooting and dying, I would totally be one of these guys. <laughs> 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 Sorry, son. That's part of the job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it wasn't for all the, the murder and death, this would be fun. I'm like, yeah, it does seem it's thrilling. Like, um, feel how you feel about Nate Parker. You know, some people, his whole background, we can get to that a whole nother story. I think he's great in this. He definitely plays a complex leader in this movie. Um, David, o- uh, I can't pronounce his oh, last name because I'm American. <laughs> oh, yellow, yeah. Uh, he's great in this. Um, his story, don't him so well, but it's great. His accent comes in and out, <laughs> but that's the way it is. Um, I was telling Jason, it's a it's the very first role with Michael B. Jordan in it. He don't do so well, but <laughs> he's in it. <laughs> but it's like it, there's a lot of stuff to love about this. I mean, even Neo's like. Really terrible, like I don't know what accent he was doing. I don't know but what I, like, that was. I was like, okay, like he's trying, he's trying something. Uh, so uh I I had so much fun with this movie. Um there's like these are the kind of things that I want to see. This is the kind of stuff, it could be better, yes, but it's like it is like the epitome of things that I enjoy and I would like to see more of. Like I was thinking, like, you know, we we had Fury. Remember Fury with the bad pit in the mm-hmm. tank movie? You know, great movie. Yeah. You know what we could have had? The Harlem Hellraisers. Even same movie with black folk in it, right? <laughs> so it's like, do stuff like this. Do more stuff like this. Um, it was kind of weird that the boy Ray Gunn was able to fucking make it away across Germany <laughs> and not get caught. <laughs> like that that story I want to watch. Because they were like sometimes in movies they gloss over like the more the the more harrowing story, and I'm like, how'd this dude make it from Germany to fucking Italy and not get his face blown off? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hostile airspace, that, that. yeah, yeah. Like, how'd this dude make it? Like that, I want to see that story too. So, so sometimes, like when they when they present it, I'm like, oh, we could add a movie about that. But still, everything about this, the cast, the ensemble, Cuba Gooding Jr. is great, Terrence Howard is great, Brian Cranston is great as the fucking bad general mm. everything about this is great man like it's so much fun i just like this movie y'all y'all, y'all go on y'all, y'all do what you want to do <laughs> what do you have on red tails I'm, we'll first start off if you liked it or hated it or what are your thoughts on red tails uh when i first watched it when it came out to set the scene i was a young <laughs> out of dc living in north carolina oh i'm sorry friends just say you know what they got a black history movie let's go check it out I'm like i yeah, had whatever I walked out of the movie enjoying it. Every bit of it. Until I got it on DVD. <laughs> then I started realizing some things that just didn't work out. 
Everybody had a southern accent, including the person that was from New York. They, they were from Alabama. <laughs> and why is it every black movie has to have one person from New York that's in the South? <laughs> that's where they go. <laughs> facts. That that, that where is where go. we go. That is where we go. <laughs> but um, hey, you moved from DC to North Carolina, so you not do. <laughs> if we started one in North Carolina, it'd be like, hey, DC, DMV, what you think? Like, Busted. Busted. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, and, and just like Jason said, the accents were just going in and out all the time all the in the movie. Um, <laughs> did that make the movie worse? No. But I'm one of those guys that notice the smallest things in movies. And to me, what, what was it rated? Like a, a five in the middle of the road out of five, five out of 10 everywhere. Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah. It, it does need to be reevaluated as a good historical remembrance of what actually happened. Um, I I really enjoyed it. But outside of those little small characteristics that I was point, that I noticed watching it on DVD, it ain't um, perfect. <laughs> it ain't a perfect movie whatsoever. Not, not at all. Look, I saw, told you, I didn't. I thought I saw this movie. No, no clue. <laughs> uh, oh, the opening scene. I'm like, this don't feel like the movie I remember. And it was like, it looked good, and it looked sharp, and it looked clean. And even when I was watching today, the effects hold up today mm-hmm. phenomenally. The first thing I thought after the first, like, you know, beginning of the movie with the train and all that, I'm like, how is this not up in the, like, mo- the best air fighting movie of all time? Like, how is it not being put in those categories? Because most people talk about Top Gun and all these, like, Starfighter. They barely have this? Looking- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fighting that's top that's top. my point. That's my <laughs> biggest point. Is like, how does this movie get skipped over? It looks this good. It looks so clean. You know what's going on. You can see the fighting, the techniques, the move. Like, how is this not the top of the list? And then I thought, Jason, look at your skin. You know why it's at the top of the list. Bro, what you, why are you asking these questions, bro? Just watch the movie and shut up. And then the movie progressed on, and I go, ah, that's why this movie was treated the way it is. It feels like it, now it's almost a two-hour-long movie. Almost. It feels like whoever edited this movie couldn't figure out what was important to keep or what was important mm-hmm. to like because it's scenes that follow scenes that don't match at all it just happens and you're like pretty much damn it every time you see terrence howard that scene's just happening like <laughs> yeah, it doesn't flow in the progress of the movie and i get it they're trying to show like these are the people actually living out the orders these are the people that are making the head decisions that are, but it doesn't feel like they're all in the same movie even from the look of it, the tone of it doesn't feel like they're all in the same movie. It was almost as if they were trying to make this awesome, cool, dogfighting Black Pilot movie, but also this politically intriguing uh, armed forces or races, but show how we perform. Like It it, 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 sh- it should have been two movies. It should have mm-hmm. been Stick with the Red Tails and that's it, and that be the movie. Or you should have had a movie, which would have been very boring, about the political <laughs> side of how the military and the arm and air force works and how black people being in positions at power and seats at the table can help influence things. Just they Terrence Howard. the same movie. A movie of just <laughs> right. Terrence Howard being uh, underhandedly snarky. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, that's Lead me to the, the uniforms all I respect. Like, oh, dude, how'd you not get punched in the face for saying that? <laughs> <laughs> or, or Lynch. 
or uh, be, yes. or just, yeah. uh, just Arnold be discharged or that list. there's a whole list of things that could have happened wrong. Right. I'll make sure this don't hold up, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's hard out here for our general, man. Uh, so imagine how much more time we could have had with the characters and building that base in that team if they eliminated all those other scenes of the crap that we didn't care about. Imagine every time they lost a member, and which was tragic, and they had to give you replace. We actually getting time to see that and understand how this works. And like you said, Nate Parker's lead, I think for what he was given, he knocks it out the park. But I think it was so much more left on that bone that he could have really, mm-hmm. like we, that movie should have propelled him to the point where we're like, how we treat Michael B. Jordan is how we should be treating Nate Parker from this movie's ability if they would have let him just go. Because yeah. it was so much more that he could have done and added to the gravitas of this movie that they didn't let him do because they were too busy trying to Cuba Gooda Jr. and Terrence Howard I asses to death that I didn't care <laughs> about at all. So I get why it gets the rep, but the dogfighting scenes alone should destroy any of the rep that this movie gets. Because every time a dogfighting scene, anytime they jumped into the cockpit, I was like, oh, here we go. Let's ride. Yeah, like, sure <laughs> yeah. and, and I did notice and after I did some research, I realized that that was actually put in the movie after the fact. The pigeonholed, hey, white people, giving the black person respect moment mm-hmm. when it's like the white uh, bombers call over the, uh, call the red tails over. They're like, you the red. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, man, we want to sleep you the best fires we've ever had. Like, come, come have a drink, a drink with us. us. Yeah. That scene actually was added after the executive saw the movie and said, why are all the characters in here that are bad guys white? <laughs> And they were like, we need a white hero, some white people that are heroes in this movie. that shit wouldn't happen. They were and like, oh, y'all say my ass? Y'all still a bunch of niggas. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and that's why they added that into the movie. Also, my big other biggest gripe, too, and this is just stupid, because me and you know how stupid I am about my reviews. When they are destroying the German site, and they're playing, like, heroic <laughs> championship music, you're slaughtering people. Even if I know it's Nazis... You're slaughtering people. You should give us some dramatic music. Don't give me this heroic, like, oh, it's Nazis. It's fine. Because we're America and you're Nazis. F you. Boom, boom, boom. Like, (laughs) my wife was watching it with me. I was like, do you hear this music? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, they're celebrating massacring a whole rock of people. What about the fucking yeah. country? Yeah. Like, yeah. He just got out. drafted. He's just like, oh, I just cook it, man. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> mess with these dudes. <laughs> As like, I told my son, they're just they're just sleeping. They're just so sleepy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Laying down from the firebirds. <laughs> it's just but oh, I that's see just why, sleepy but jam. <laughs> I, I would agree on it. I think it does deserve to be reevaluated because the dogfight scenes in here, we should be talking about this movie as the pinnacle for other movies to beat. I mean, for people that need that haven't seen the movie, just imagine how dope the dogfighting scenes are in the prequels of Star Wars. But right. actually, real skies, real planes, and like it, it's it's amazing. Like it's amazing. The thing that turned me back onto this because I was looking at TikTok and I believe it was Straw Hat Goofy. I don't know if y'all watch TikTok, but he was like, "Have y'all have you seen this movie that's like a hundred percent, you know, the last scene from uh, A New Hope?" And I'm like, "What mm-hmm. movie is that?" Red Tails. I'm like, "What Red Tails?" And I went back and watched it. And I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah, the dog fighting in this is immaculate. It is awesome. Yeah, it, yeah. it's crazy." Um, one thing I want to do, and this is probably so we could just do it for the TikTok because we do everything for the gram and for the TikToks. Do it, do it for the top. 
Yep. <laughs> Jason, if you had to do one sentence review of Red Tails, what would it be? Jesus Christ, put me on the fucking spot right now. The one sentence review of Red Tails would be uh man, we can see get more and more more of these movies. That's a that's it. I, I ain't got nothing clever to say. Herb, <laughs> <laughs> you had one sentence to describe or review Red Tails, what would it be? Stop reviewing movies off of one look. <laughs> My one sentence is, this took place in a galaxy far, far, far away <laughs> where this movie is this good and nobody gives a damn. <laughs> That's a good one. That's, That's a good one. Yeah. All right, guys, we have wrapped up our review of Red Tails. Now we're going to go to the fun here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting into the summer movie season, and we know it's going to bring in a lot of movies that they're just going to want to spend our cash for. But I'm going to tell you this right now. The N-word for nerd got you. You know how we got you? You're like, how do you got us? How you got us, Jay? We got you. The Duke of all night skins, the Duke of nerds, Irv from the DMV, and Big J. We're going to tell you if these movies going to be trash or they're going to be the treasure. So you're going <laughs> to save your gonna... money. So you don't got to worry about it because we got y'all, all right? So... They're all going to be trash, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off. I, I don't even know what the movies are, and I'm already going to say they're all trash. <laughs> well, here we go. We're going to put you in the bond here, because we know your love. Oh, no, that's actually Jaren. But start off with, with next week, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Duke, trash or treasure? It's Marvel. It's, it's probably going to be treasure. Fuck it. Uh, I, I now look like a hypocrite. <laughs> all right earth trash or treasure i've enjoyed i'm gonna say treasure <laughs> Ooh, i'm gonna you are. eyes wide open i'm going treasure i'm going eyes wide open i like that i like that uh i'm gonna keep it real with y'all and i'm gonna give the china on a secret I ain't like Doctor Strange one that much. I'm going, I'm going trash. Get it out of here. Put it to the curb. <laughs> the next one, Chippendale Rescue Trash, Rangers. trash, trash, trash. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Trash, trash. All right. Well, Jason, tell us how you really feel. Irv, treasure, treasure. After seeing that last, take my money now. Last <laughs> one. <laughs> The first trailer, I was oh. like, oh, there's no way. That last trailer, take my money now. Oh, man. Wow. I'm going to ride with Jason here. I'm going to go trash. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go trash. I know Gadget going to come out with that donkey dunk, but I'm going to still go <laughs> trash, man. Oh, they, um, If Gadget comes out, they're looking fine. I might have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is one. Speaking of dog fights. Uh, yeah, but I'm Barbie Jack on the sauce? Barbie Jack on that Cobanita? <laughs> that Cobanita? <laughs> that Kobe got him right, boy. Barbie um, Jack was a literal crackhead. <laughs> right. out he got that Kobe Nina, boy. That Kobe Nina, boy. It's a strong thing. All right. Every situation. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Jason, trash or treasure? That should have came out two years ago, so trash. Woo. Earth. <laughs> all right, I, I'm riding with Irv. I'm riding with all the unanimous. Save your money, guys. Top Gun Maverick trash. And don't worry, we're going to review it, and we're going to tell you how terrible it is here. So don't worry. Uh, here's yeah, the we're watch here. It. This one, this one kind of broke me a little bit because Irv talked about 
trailer one versus trailer two. Jurassic Park Dominion. Irv, trash or treasure? I was all in until they showed the old characters. I'm going to say trash. Ooh. Nice Duke of Night Skins. I haven't even seen the second. I haven't even seen the second Jurassic World movie, so I'm going to say really? it's trash because the whole concept is trash. After, after Jurassic Park one, the whole concept is trash. Yeah, don't don't watch the second one. <laughs> oh, oh, the second one. It's a haunted house with a dinosaur. It's god awful. Yeah, it is the worst. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, look, I like big bust. I like Sam Neil. Yeah, well, that's facts. Uh, I like Sam Neil, bro. You know, Dr. Grant is one of the my favorite action heroes. He was probably my first favorite action hero because oh. 95 Jurassic Park was the shit. But I'm still going to go trash, guys. Save your money. <laughs> Jurassic Park to make it trash. I'm worried. <laughs> um, next this one, the point. Lightyear. Trash or treasure? Oh, so go ahead, Jason. I was say this is the point where they realize, like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have made dinosaurs. Like, this is a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Like, Y'all yeah. just figuring this shit out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lightyear, Duke, trash or treasure? Even though Buzz looked like a cop that done beat my ass before, <laughs> I'm gonna say treasure. I'm gonna say treasure because it's Pixar. They they're gonna make it. They're gonna make it treasure. Irv, trash or treasure? Listen, that last poster they put out, he looked like Paul Blart. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna say treasure too. I, I'm a huge Toy Story fan, man. So I, I gotta say treasure. If they mess this up, I'm gonna have a big problem. All right, guys, I'm about to go that hate train. Choo choo. And the only reason <laughs> I'm gonna hate is because the most underrated show in Disney's history was the Buzz Lightyear show on Disney. Oh shit, that shit was great. It's so underrated. It's so <laughs> awesome. Yes. But I'm still going to have to go treasure, though. That thing looks tight, boy. That, like, <laughs> yeah. that, that thing about to go off, boy. Man, yeah, I'm I, like, I'm so <laughs> mad at everybody clowning, everybody clowning Buzz Lightyear. I'm like, what do you expect him to look like Like, if he takes his helmet off? Like, he, he's right. a white dude with blue eyes. He looks like I'll tell cop. you this, though. They bet that run, on, run up on Buzz Aldrin talking that craziness. <laughs> Just see about it. Put Buzz Aldrin the moon it was fake <laughs> and see what happened <laughs> you ain't gonna tell me my that what my greatest accomplishments is fake to my face so i'll tell you that yeah right yeah now. oh yeah you'll get, you'll get them paws buzz and put them paws on you uh the black phone irv trash or treasure the ethan hawk movie kidnapping kids oh oh shit hurts my heart Duke of all nerds, trash or treasure, black foes. I've been looking forward to this, so I'm saying treasure because I'm like, when does this movie come out? I've been seeing this trailer for like a year now. <laughs> like, come on, this movie <laughs> should be out by now. <laughs> Look, but I'm saying I'm treasure, with you, man. I'm, I'm gonna go treasure too, man. I, I think Ethan Hawke is in his own right now, so I don't mm-hmm. think he can't do no wrong between the Northmen. Um, what's the old thing, Moon Knight? That I'm gonna watch the recap on because I ain't gonna watch the show. I haven't watched yet. It's only six episodes. I'm marbled out, bro. Y'all want me to, y'all want me to like Dr. Strange? I gotta take a break from Marvel for a little bit, bro. <laughs> I gotta take a small break. My kids be walking around wearing Marvel stuff, so I get it all day, bro. I gotta take a break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get it 24 7. Oh, this one's gonna be Marvel fun. Um, go ahead. Yeah, Marvel, oh, no, yeah, ahead. they do. They got onesies, all types of stuff. Um, Elvis, Irvin, Trash or Treasure. The trailer saved it a little bit by saying he did steal from black people. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna go see it. I'm not. No. <laughs> <It's> trash. 
Jason, trash or treasure? As a black man, I cannot give Elvis any sort of comeuppance. It's 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 trash. Fuck Elvis. Fuck him. I don't like him. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, I say it with both with my whole, my whole heart. <laughs> Look, after I heard that Tom Hanks accent. I said, oh, this trash. <laughs> I mean, that accent trash. It's going to be trash. Now, I don't know what the real dude actually sound like, but that shit's still trash, even if he sounded like that in real life. Trash, <laughs> trash, 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 trash. Uh, <laughs> uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Duke of All Nerds. Trash. trash. <laughs> this shit's been trash. It's incredible. Or whatever. I like, it's, it's, the whole thing is trash. The, 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 throw the whole <laughs> franchise away. Uh, Earth. I've been done since Despicable Me too. <laughs> wow. Oh, so you way, way back. You ain't, I'm, I'm you just, ain't even got... <laughs> this is a money grab. Yeah, this is just straight trash. Uh, I'm going to go Treasure, man. I rocks with the Minions. And I, I, the movies are terrible, but I rocks with them, dog. I like I like watching that goofy stuff like that. Uh, but here's the real start, question. If I ever hear you start any show off talking about some Bebe Boppy, we fighting. I will <laughs> oh, no. The, I ain't going to speak like them. <laughs> like I like I like yeah, ignorant yeah, people yeah, all day. Yeah. I don't speak like an ignorant guy. Uh, <laughs> who wins into a fight, Syndrome or Gru? Syndrome, Syndrome. From the Incredibles Syndrome. or Gru? Syndrome's about y'all made it seem like it was like a, a rap shut down. Syndrome is about that life. Gru is not about that life. Gru just yeah. pretends like he's just a. Oh, he, oh. He, he, <laughs> he has to stop his moves. Like what? <laughs> Freeze Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Cinder's gonna throw hands on that dude. <laughs> like this guy ain't got to fight me. I beat motherfuckers. I give up for breakfast. I beat Mister Incredible. I don't even care about this. That's dude. a good point. That's good. I, yeah. I, I agree. I feel like y'all just was too snappy with it. That's all. I ain't like the way it was just so quick. Like get him out of here, Jay. Uh, I don't even know why you asked us that question. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, Earth, Trash or Treasure. I don't know. I'm gonna go treasure now. Okay. I don't know. I got. I got a feeling they're gonna show a new new trailer during the Doctor Strange movie. So I'll wait till after that oh, to get my final. Sure. Jason, treasure, treasure. I stand Taika Waititi, so I'm gonna say treasure. I don't care. He could just give us a piece of shit in a paper bag, and I'd be like, oh, this is the best movie ever. <laughs> At least you're honest. I'm gonna yeah, go treasure yeah. on it too. I ain't gonna hate on Thor. Um, <laughs> Bullet Train. Not, not to be confused with Money Train, which I just watched the other night with Wesley Snipes oh. and Woody Harrelson and Jennifer Lopez. And I thought to myself as I watched it, this movie should have got a prequel. I would have loved to see the young version of them, but still played by them, looking old <laughs> as fuck, but pretending to be young. And that'd be right. Like, I'm here for the it. <laughs> no, they got no need to age them. Just pretend like, you know, like we won't notice. <laughs> you know, because of that dude who was lighting people on fire, that actually happened in real life. Like someone copycat yeah. and yeah. Lit- People on fire because of that shit. Which, Which don't get me wrong, I like Money Train because I think Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson together could do any movie okay. and do justice for it. Yeah. But oh, it's terrible. Like that dude <laughs> with the fire shit, that shit come out of nowhere. It ain't no setup. It ain't no like you know usually in movies like that back in the day they'll have the guy working on his suit in the lab and it'd be different scenes till he do it. Nah, it's nope. be like people hanging out looking for people snatching chains and wallets to set them up for a sting, and this dude was like. Let me throw a little gasoline on you, bitch. <laughs> this is what I wanted to do. I didn't want your money. I wanted to burn you. Right, right. And then even as you go, okay, this must be the villain of the movie. How is this going to tie into the trying to steal from the trade? It don't. Nope. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a regular criminal in New York City. 
So I guess it's New York City in their life is like the beginning of Gotham, I guess. Uh, <laughs> White Man Can't Jump is still a classic, though. Oh, 100%. Piece of art. Probably the best basketball movie till this day. And I know Irv may disagree. I'd say still the best basketball movie till this day. Have you not seen Blue Chip starring Shaquille O'Neal? Um, I know Blue Chips ain't got Rosie Perez's breast in it. So for me... <laughs> All right, uh, bullet train. Very simple scale here that we're using. <laughs> Trash or treasure, Irv. <laughs> the new Brad Pitt vehicle. I'm still trying to get past that blue chips throw. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got something in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, as much as I'm kind of sort of tired of seeing Bad Bunny right now, I'm, I'm going to give this some treasure. I, I'm going to give right. this one a chance. Which one's Bad Bunny? Exactly. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, this man is in Corona videos with Snoop every five minutes now. No, no I'm good. Yeah, that's true. Facts. Uh, Jason, bullet train, trash or treasure? Dude, Brad Pitt, come on, treasure. He's a national yeah. treasure. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going treasure too. Just the fighting alone is going to have me hooked. Uh, nope. Trash or treasure? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <Took> of all nerds. <laughs> <laughs> treasure. Come on. He, he's he's on a he's on a hit. He's on a he's on a win streak right now. So let's let's uh, and Kiki Palmer's in it. Fuck it. Treasure. 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 Take take my money. Take my money. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm saying. Round trip. Because same thing I said. I'm, I'm probably gonna see it twice. I'm gonna trash. <laughs> it can, you got it can more be trash. Movie? I'm gonna pay twice. <laughs> you got more of that no uh, movie over here. <laughs> right. Oh, money. here we go. This this is gonna be divisive here. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Halloween ends. Trash. Trash. Treasure, Irv. <laughs> 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 he put up Just Halloween. No. 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 <laughs> I'm done. Stop making Halloween movies. It's a wrap. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, save your money. We have a round run on this one. Do no, no. It's going to be a treasure because this fucking franchise is over. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> Bright side, huh? <laughs> well, unless people go and see the movie, then they'll keep making him. So, please, oh, yeah, don't then they'll see find the a way to make fucking we can Michael finally in. kill Michael Myers off finally by killing him at the box office again. <laughs> uh, Black Adam, Trash or Treasure, Duke of All Nerds. Ooh. It's a tough one for you because it's DC, but it's also The Rock. Yeah, oh, uh, I, you know, can I just say, like, it's going to be like. Oh, it's probably gonna be trash. I'm Ooh. gonna throw that out there Earth. because I don't like I don't like villain movies. I just don't like villain movies. And Black Adam's a villain, that. trash. Fuck it, not at first. Ooh, he's right. He was a, he was a hero. He was a savior at first, and then got corrupted. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I'm giving it treasure for myself, <laughs> but I think the movie's gonna be trash. They're making too many changes. Yeah, because they're gonna try to make him. Because uh, there's no way he can be the Black Adam that we want him to be. Because he's the mm -hmm. Rock. He's the Rock. That's true. Yeah. So. Oh you know, yeah. Ask a couple times, but as much as I would dream of a day that we can see the Rock versus Henry Cavill as Superman versus Black Adam, I'm I'm going to go trash, man, and. It's gonna make a lot of money because the rock is in it. It's gonna make a crap ton of money, but it's gonna make a million dollars. First of all, it's gonna be a million dollars. Easy. All right. Last but not least, you guys ready? 
No. Woo. <laughs> Avatar 2. Trash or treasure, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Can we have to even talk about this? <laughs> name, 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 name one character for Avatar One that isn't the main dude. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, trash. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe Saldana. <laughs> the girl I don't know you always say that to me to make a point. I don't know nobody's name. Like I don't know none of these people's name. You know Thor's name. You know Thor's name. <laughs> Yeah, because I actually read it because I was read books, but other than that, <laughs> it's just like Thor. He throwing everything. He ain't Thor just in Thor. <laughs> Homeboy gonna be regular dude in the street. I'm be like Thor. <laughs> like, no, my name is actually James Dean in this movie. Thor. Oh, you everything. <laughs> no, uh, it's just gonna be trash. Trash. It's Avatar. Trash. Avatar two. <laughs> Trash! Wow, yeah, I don't, I was, hold on, hold on. Fan, that's another movie. When I saw it in the theater, I was like, "This is amazing." And then I got it on DVD, and I realized what the heck it was about. <laughs> hold on, I don't need on. a sequel to Fern Gully. They got it first time around, man. <laughs> y'all gonna tell me y'all ain't got love for for, for Jim Cameron in here, huh? Ain't <laughs> nah. working show. Ain't got no love for Jim Cameron. Then no, be known then. I, Come I, on, I, I, man! He didn't gave us classes at the classes at the classes at the classes. Is this a, is this a reference doing? to the Source Awards in 1995? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let it like, be known this. What, what better we doing treasure, here? Man. I ride with James. I'm riding with James. Even that dumbass deep sea water movie he made that was whack. The abyss. I still roll for him. No, the no, abyss that, is that, great. no, not the abyss. He made like a documentary. Oh yeah, that that shit the, was like the technology from the Avatar movie. To like, yeah, it was garbage, bro. Everything after Man. everything after uh, Terminator Two has been trashed by him. Fuck him. Ooh, ooh. I don't know. Didn't, didn't Titanic come after Trap? Uh, Ever- I know what I said. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got okay. We're gonna spin this off into a real conversation. Let's find, <laughs> find the movies. We're gonna find the movies and go over this real quick. Oh god, I feel like you may be right, but I don't want to give you that kind of love because I love James Cameron. So watch your words, so, watch your words. I'm, 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 I'm including director, right? We're just including director, yeah, just right? director, yeah, just director. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So Terminator Two was okay. Oh, that's right. Ninety one. Okay, 91. Okay, that's a lot because True Lies is 94. So, bam, you're done. <laughs> All right, everything, everything after True Lies. <laughs> hey, I ain't going to look at the rest of this garbage. That's just shit is trash. <laughs> True Lies. <laughs> I would kept okay, my I'll give you another one. T2, the 3D, uh, you know, <laughs> show that with the ride. Yeah. That, oh, was really, that was the real Terminator 3. That was the real Next. Terminator 3. Next. That, that, the, Next. the ride was dope. Um, <laughs> a deleted scene from the Next. Terminator show. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, yeah, then he has like that's the documentary Ghosts of the Abyss is the documentary I'm talking about with Aliens of the Deep. The other things is trash. Um, Avatar he a, one. He has a worse and, track record than Ridley Scott. Ooh, I don't know about that. Come on now. He he has at least. I mean. By count, at least four classics. Does really Scott have four? <laughs> really Scott's I mean, got four I'll... classics. Name them: Aliens. Alien One, A- Alien One. There you go. <laughs> Blade Runner. <laughs> okay, that's all you need. 
aliens. Well, aliens is James Cameron. James Cameron. Aliens. In fact, honestly, I like Aliens more than I like Alien. Yeah, Aliens is the better movie out of both of them. Yes. Yeah. Almost to the point that like they were going to fight James Cameron because they hated him so much by making that movie. And they had to beg other people to beg other people to come back and finish the movie because they hated him so much. Uh, it's actually on that Netflix, what is it, whatever, something about movies or whatever, whatever. Anyway, they talk about that, how the crew was like, eh, F James Cameron. Um, anyway, I can't believe he was hating on James Cameron, man. Avatar 2 is going to be blockbuster gold. And I'm going to say it's a treasure because it's going to be blockbuster oh, gold. God. <laughs> Fucking all no right. one can remember anything from that movie after it became the best movie of all time. And no one can say, what was that movie about besides it was Fern Gully? Blowing up a tree. Look. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look. The ultimate I... goal was to blow up a tree. <laughs> Y'all couldn't have dug under the tree. Y'all couldn't have dug around the tree. Y'all just wanted to blow up the tree. Get the That's fuck out of here. I, I agree with you in that regard. And I, I, I can't disagree with you, but I will say this. And it's not even in defense, but in the same usher of like, if Titanic wasn't a historical thing, nobody remembers shit from the Titanic. The fact uh, that it's just a historical event, nobody with, would care. She drew him like one of his famous French girls. Nobody would care. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that if they, he made a movie that wasn't built on some history to make everybody go see it, and it was like James Cameron comes out with a boat movie, Speed Three. We would have never saw the movie. I think Titanic is trash too. I think that movie sucks. And it's over long. And we know how it's going to end because the boat sinks. Everybody knows the boat sinks. And hit and Rose didn't try it hard enough to get fucking Jack on that boat on that fucking piece of wood. They both should have died. So what you're saying is it's the Batman. It Ooh. is the Batman. Long for no reason it sucks. No, I'm joking. All right. No, because there were good parts of the Batman. Ah, uh, gotcha. I've never seen Titanic, so count me out of that what? argument. Uh, I've told well, you. I guess before. we're doing I've this next week. <laughs> oh. you, will, you will not. I will reclaim my time now. <laughs> if not, <laughs> the Titanic. How are you going to stand for James Cameron? You haven't seen his, his second most, you know, highest grossing movie. That because I'll just argue about Avatar. Avatar and Terminator Two. I'll just argue about those and just keep it a day. <laughs> That's terrible. all right. Yeah. Oh, that I haven't seen Titanic. Yeah, I figured I knew how it ended. It was no reason to spend three hours in the movie theater. Yeah, be like, happy. oh yeah, iceberg. I wonder what's going to happen next. All, All right, right. Yeah. captain. <laughs> right, right. And the band keeps playing as the ship goes down. Um, so I mean, that's the most I know about Titanic. It's just the that, that scene is it. actually very, very touching. <laughs> Once again, the most I know about is the Steve Harvey joke when he was like, in the gang. That had been unplugged and out. Like, that's the only thing I know about that scene. <laughs> oh, so you the whole thing? Right. We out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Got the boat for the entertainers, right? <laughs> Got that boat, right? Women entertainers <laughs> and children first. <laughs> right, right. Well, Irv, I mean, we have used you up. We've uh, abused you, but enjoyed having you here. I mean, hopefully Jason wasn't too rough on you. He's really mean to new people, so hopefully. <laughs> it's nice. I embraced it. I was ready for it. I was nice. <laughs> But no, I appreciate you coming on, man. Like you always, you know, like me, you always have a seat here. Any movie coming out that you know, you you know, we're gonna review the big ones, and you want to jump back on, you just let me know, man. We'll have you on in a heartbeat and and chop it up and have some fun, like always. Um, anything you want to say, anything you want to plug, anything you want to push. I know you have 
Irv has a podcast with sports that's phenomenal. And he does talk about some life stuff. But I'll let you plug yourself because I think it's awesome. I think more people should listen to it. But go ahead. Yeah, it's the Bigger versus the People podcast. It's basically my thoughts against what you got to say. <laughs> but I'm the judge, jury, and the executioner. So basically what I do is I talk, I talk about sports. I talk about every crazy thing that goes on. I try not to make it the one or two topics that everybody talks about on TV. So it's another outlet for you to listen to. Um, I also got a message board if you want to drop messages for me to talk about. Um, if you follow, you'll see the link on the, the beginning of the podcast. Um, just appreciate having having me on here, man. Talk talk my talk. If you guys got anything else that you want me to spit my mind on, let me know. I'll be back. For sure. For, oh, for sure. For sure. Um, I will also put a link to Irv's podcast and all his stuff in the description as well when we get done. Uh, one day we're going to have to have a show where it's like Irv, all of us, and then Coach. And this show is going to be bonkers. Like, we probably only have to just get one movie because that would be an hour worth of just entertainment itself. Just, just all content. Go off. Straight yeah, content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just let Coach talk for like 15, 20 minutes on his own. Right, right, well, right. He let him do that on Tuesdays anyway. Because, <laughs> right, right. like, oh, man, can you imagine if this, this Doctor Strange movie is just all right? Coach will come in and go off. I'm ready to <laughs> he He'll make it seem like it's the worst movie of all time. <laughs> I cannot wait to his We need to have to talk about this movie after the end of this week. Have y'all come right. in this oh, mess? He gonna go off. <laughs> I may end up seeing it with him. Knowing that Joker, he gonna be like, "When you go, you better call me." I'm gonna be like, "God damn it!" Because when he Listen. go, when I go, he gonna be on one, bro. <laughs> Listen, I'm off on Friday. I'm going early before everybody leaves school. I am in there. <laughs> okay. I like that. I, I like that. Thursday. I, 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 I got work Thursday. I got coach, so I'm out. I gotta be oh, in Florida on Friday. So. Oh, okay. Bad, bad. Well, Irv, thank you, man. I appreciate it. What we gonna do left is just review Ozark season four, part two. Or we'll catch you next time, brother. All right, man. Appreciate you. Thank you so very Peace. much. Later. Now we can talk shit about him while he's gone. Well, there you go. <laughs> go, go ahead. Uh, first, I didn't like the way he said. Uh, <laughs> Hey, long story. I mean, that's one of my homeboys from high school, man. We still we go back that far, man. We ran track together, uh, played football briefly together. I never tried out, did the basketball thing heavily. I was more of a street baller, so like pushing people. But like, yeah, that's you, <laughs> you know, like fouling people. That's what you like to do. <laughs> facts, facts. Why we play with the refs? We'll be self refing man. Um, so yeah, yeah. I always love his opinion, man. I love, like I said, check out his podcast. If you like sports, his takes are great. The way he breaks it down and explains why he feels the way he feels is not no hot take central. It's definitely like a hot take, but it's like which is what oh, I damn. do. It's nothing but hot takes. I don't think yeah, about well, anything look, I say. <laughs> that's the only people I partner with. It's just hot take people. Like if you ain't giving a hot takes, I don't want you on the show. There's so. <laughs> no thought behind anything I say. There's no reason. <laughs> it's just the first thing that pops to mind. Baba Booey. I mean. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. We're going to have to do it like we always do at this time. So, I didn't get a description or summary for this one, but Ozark. Y'all know what Ozarks is. <laughs> seven or eight episodes of Ozark. All the stuff is hitting the fan. How does this show end? Jason, if you want to give one sentence review of season four, part two of Ozark, what would it be? <laughs> That that's a good one. Um, the family that sell them things together stay together. Is my one <laughs> review of Ozark about this life. 
Oh man, where do we begin on this one? Look, I, I know last time we reviewed this, time me and Jason both. Yeah, yeah. Can we just just go ahead and do a spoiler review on this because it's going to yeah, be hard to talk it. about this without being spoilerific. Uh, okay, so, well, we're going to do spoilers. Charles, then. since uh, you're the only one watching, if you want to leave now, <laughs> leave now. <laughs> we're to do spoilers in five, four, three, two, one. All right, we're going to spoiler view. Look, I know last time when we reviewed part one, we talked about the stress and the trauma and anxiety that fills you with this show. I'm going to come here and tell you this. I didn't feel it as much for the end of this. I, I felt stressful. like it, it was less stressful, but I, and I'm going to tell you why. And I remember because my wife was like, oh, my God, it's just so good. And to keep watching it, I'm like, I'm not really into this. And I, I'm, I'll tell you why. That once they kind of took out, again, we're in spoiler territory, so you don't look, look your ears and don't listen. If you haven't seen it, let you know. Once they killed Javi, uh, uh, Javi it kind of took out like all the tension of him because he was, was like, he was a bloodthirsty a hole killer. It's a bad dog. Navarro, really. Yeah, yeah. And Navarro <laughs> was behind the sale. I felt like it was nobody that showed that, like, oh no, he could just be a loose cannon and just blast somebody at any moment. They tried to set up Javi's mother like that, but by the time they gave her a real turn, turn, it was like the, it was the last episode. It was, the, it was literally the last five minutes of the last episode. Yeah, <laughs> it really showed that she's really, really about that life. So it felt like for me, like I never felt the tension that they had to make a move immediately because I never felt like anybody that could take them out had the ability to make the call to do it. Because, like, at the time, Javier's you know, mother was playing nice and she was like, No, 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 let Marty talk about his family and what's going on. How are your kids? Like, she was playing nice and yeah. Navarro was still Navarro, but it's hard to be intimidating when you're in an isolated cell with handcuffs. Like, <laughs> it, it just, it never felt like it ever got to a point for me where I was like, oh my God, like, how are they going to get out of this now? Or how are they going to figure this out? I always felt like, oh my God, like, what are you going to do? They got time. They'll figure it out. Like, it, it just never, like that, uh, they mm -hmm. solved it. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the beginning yeah. of the first episode, like, oh yeah, we got, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. And I even think they tried to put the menace of Wendy making questionable decisions that regressed the overall cause. Because it was like, you know, how come we won't tell him that it's his sister that tried to kill him? Well, no, we got to do X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, why are you doing this right now, Wendy? Well, you could get him on off the list or you can, you know, try to stop, like, your, your kid's situation. It's like, oh, I'm going to do handle my kid's situation. Like, it, it almost became like, you were trying to set up that Wendy's actions are becoming so diluted by her feeling like she's always right that she isn't focused on the main goal anymore. The problem with that is if you're going to do that, you got to make the payoff deadly. Like, yeah. I'm not saying you kill a kid, but I'm saying you got to kill a kid. You got to <laughs> kill somebody off, like, because killing her wouldn't be the move that would make it felt. It would have to be her realizing the loss of someone else because of these decisions she's making, thinking that she could figure it all out put her in danger and you have to make that move something that marty was with too so it doesn't make marky sack you know saints it's like oh i told you not to do it like you had to make it that something they were both down with and it it crapped out and they end up losing something close to them and the last part of it i think that bothered me about the finale of this is that i think i know they were progressively de-balling marty i thought this whole last season oh, they, marty was just he was just he neutered, in there he, 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 yeah he's neutered he, just he was just in there yeah, yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> kind of just admitted it. And I, I felt like that was a huge issue for me going into it. it. 
I, I don't know. I feel like for it being the last seven episodes, they should have streamlined the story a lot more and went for the gusto on it. I felt like they had a lot of fat, even Wendy's father coming back. That was had fat on it. The, the private eye, I don't know how he had to wrap up his situation. But again, how they resolved him should have wrapped it up. Him. <laughs> right, right. But even how they resolved him before, the final resolve was like, you could have done it a lot earlier to kind of streamline yeah. it. Y'all could have done that when he it. was snoofing around the first time in the first few episodes. Again, and I get why they <laughs> tagged it out like that because the ending is the payoff for the, t- the draw out of it. I don't know. It just it, it, it felt very eh. And I know people were raving about it, so that's why I was like, maybe it's a me thing. I think I expected not, I don't expect grandeur for a closure, but I felt I felt like it just the best things about this show was always the tension in the decision making that either you agreed or didn't agree with. How can they keep figuring it out? How can they keep moving these pieces to keep organizing the board? And they never felt like I felt for the last season that those pieces should have been narrowing down to the point that they're almost like completely out of moves. Instead, I felt like they kept giving them just, oh, I just thought we solved this. We're out of it. Oh, well, this happens now. Okay, we're out of this. Oh, this happens. Oh, we're out of this. Where before, I always felt like with Marty and them, it was always something would come down. They'll make a decision. In result of that decision they made, a new threat would come through that they didn't foresee, and they had to keep rearranging. This one just felt like we had to check off the list of all the problems so that when this series wraps up, people don't feel like it was question marks. And that's what it felt like to me. So I don't know, but I, I'm gonna let you ride because I, I don't know if you liked it, enjoyed it more or less than I did. So, I mean, like it's Ozarks. I enjoyed every single episode of it, but at the end of the day, I I felt kind of disappointed. Um, with the 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 premise of this show was how are these people going to get out of the situation they put themselves in? And at the end of the show, they don't. That's in. They don't. They just <laughs> they just go along with it, and that's that's the end. It's like y'all been going along with the whole entire show. Like, <laughs> just y'all just get more at it. <laughs> like, and I guess that's the, the most frustrating part about me is just that there is no resolution to this. There's there is no end to it. They just they just are in it now, and that's that's the way it is. Uh, great, everybody else dies, and like I guess for me, yeah, I guess you're right. It's like for all the stuff, all the tension that the bird's been having, you kind of feel like. In order for it to for that tension to burst or for to actually mean something, one of them has to pay a price, right? And right. none of them do. Not one nope. of them. And nope. n- nothing happens. Like everything happens to everybody fucking else. But and maybe that's the, the whole point of the show is like even though they keep making these horrible and 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 bloodthirsty and cutthroat decisions, like only the only uh damage is collateral and it's not there. But it's like from the performances, from the way they're acting for the last four seasons, like something is going to happen to them because they make a mistake or they do something. But no, like everything works out for them. Um, even at the end, it's like even though they have this bloodthirsty woman who they have to deal with now, it's like, oh no, I just want that bitch over there and not y'all. I don't give a fuck about y'all, even though y'all right, were there. Right. <laughs> like, so it's like. Of all the endings to uh, drug shows uh, that we're probably going to get into a little later, <laughs> this one felt Ooh. like the most deflated for me. Even like, you know, I know like people like for like Sopranos, right? Mm-hmm. That it ends like on a very weird note, right? Mm-hmm. But even with Sopranos, like even though it ends so abruptly, it leaves you with 
your own impressions of what happens. Right. 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 You have a mystery that what you take away from it is what you get. And it and it leaves open to it. It's open to interpretations. It's more that you can think about that ending. This one, no, this is the end. It's over. The show's over. Um, yeah. So I, I, I for me, like, even though I enjoyed the journey, it's just like the payoff was not there. And that's probably the, the problem I have. It's just like right. there's there was no payoff to this. They, they didn't escape the life. They didn't live, you know, run off happily in the sunset. Uh, their son ends up murdering a dude. <laughs> At the end. Well, and even too, like, I, I feel like the and again, and I know I'm famous, and I know that's why people I love to call out my own flaws and my logics about my complaints and what I like and dislike. Yes, there's a flaw in my logics. I always go, if you just put a sentence in something, I'll accept that you did this, that maybe it was a little irrational because you you made a comment to it. And let's not forget the uniting factor of this family was that they almost died in a car accident. Yeah, made everything forgivable because they almost saw that they could lose each other. And I get At it. The very when I get last home episode. to the preacher. Yeah, yeah. The preacher <laughs> says, "Don't you understand? This keeps happening. Don't you?" Blah 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 blah. And Wendy's like, you know, like that moment is supposed to explain the car accident and why it united them. It was like preacher's like, dude, if God keeps giving you these chances, this may be the last one. Like you got to understand, you just got a crazy car accident, and you all don't have a scratch. Like you got to kind of. And Wendy's like, nah, that just shows us that we're going to get out of this alive and be fine. And Wendy was right, and yep. it was like. The, the united thing of that solved all your family grief was literally realizing that oh like we could lose each other but like i said again like someone should have took the l for a decision that was made even if the decision would have taken the l would have been one of those kids being tortured i mean the chick was almost 18 you could probably get away with torturing her and being like this sucks i mean like, like in other shows her. right like in other shows they don't shy away from some children getting killed. I mean, Breaking Bad. They killed like four yeah. kids in that shit. <laughs> right, right. I, and I'm not saying I'm a better writer than these people. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just saying that I just think that it has to be. But for instance, and I guess because we're in spoiler territory, we can make an argument that all through this series, the one person who made mistakes and learned from the mistakes the best was always Ruth. Yeah. And Ruth's final fatal mistake is what ended her whole run. The mar the birds made mistakes every single moment of the day, and nothing Their ever first made mistake. <laughs> right, never ended up like nothing ever came back to them. And I know it's like, well, that's because they're smart and there's so much. Yes, I get it, but if you if you never have a consequence or a dire restraint for your actions, where's the drama going to come from? Because a certain belief, like I said, this is why I think this season deflated me is because I never felt like at any moment that any of the big bads again once Javi was off the board. Nobody else in this show I felt like could do anything to them. Mm -mm. And it was just more or less seeing how they could get out the game. And I think that's why, if you notice in this, this season, they repeated it so much. Like, we're so much close to the end. We're almost out. We're almost like I feel like they were trying to brainwash us to be get ready for the ending of, like, we're almost out. We're almost out. We're almost out. And then technically at the end, they do get out, but they get out in a way that puts them on top now. Because technically, their business with the cartel is done because – Old girl is in bed with Shaw. Yeah. So they technically don't have to touch that part of it anymore. The what's the face? Because Ruth took the L. It either goes to Ruth's like cousin or the chick Rachel ends up inheriting it. So three is Marty like a them, teenager. <laughs> right, right, right. Which either it means that either he inherits it and then the, the birds could push him around 
or it reverts back to the birds. So they get the thing and they can keep laundering money. And even if they don't want to, the government gave them a pass for laundering money. They gave them a form, which I said I would have made like 20 million copies of that and put it in different areas. So if anything ever <laughs> happened to me, they know that it wasn't me. But anyway, like they're legal. They, they got legal money laundering. So they won't ever get arrested for that anymore. And now she's going to be in this political journey. So, like, no, they are out the game. The and that's why I think person. he made a good point. Let me get one more last point. And I think that's why I made a good point for old boy to make a comment about, like, who do you think you are? The Kennedys, the Rockefeller? Because you know what? All of those people's empires started from something illegal. And yeah. they became politicians or influential and never had to really, quote, unquote, touch it again. And I think that was the main point of this. It was like, we just watched the Bird, Bird family become the next generation of the household politician. And we just got this. That this that's what this whole show the was Koch about. Brothers or the fucking yeah, yeah. And that's why I think. <laughs> and when I saw the ending, and I, I put that together in my mind, I think, and that is why this whole series, no character was likable. That's the one thing that Ozark has over any series is that you really don't like any of the characters. Here. I kind of like Marty. He tries. <laughs> that, but like that, like you don't like Marty, like you like Walt. No, you don't I like, like Marty, Marty like, like you like Tony. Like and Tony was probably the most vile human being. Racist, adulterer, blah, blah blah. But we still rooted for Tony. <laughs> like, yeah. But they made that was the beauty of Ozark when I watched it was that you didn't like the people that were involved. And I think watching this and it finally ended, it basically, if you wanted to say this is called the American story, how do you go from this to being the president, your kid becoming a president? We just watched it unfold on Ozark, and I think that's a very weird thing that'd be like, yeah, because politicians are unlikable human beings as well. So, mm -hmm. but anyway, that was my take on it. Was that like, I just poor three, like he lost his yeah. entire family over this shit, and he didn't do shit. He was just nope. there. <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, like yeah. he's gonna wake yeah. up and like and come out of his trailer and see his dead cousin sitting there. <laughs> you know, like, well, I guess I'm the number one landowner in fucking all of the Ozarks now, or well. some shit. Also, the sad part, I know it's like a petty thing. I know they were like, oh, watch them. Make sure they don't even make eye contact with the chick and the blonde. You couldn't have texted your kid, text somebody that works there. Yeah. Text anything. the FBI. Yo, Ruby, somebody <laughs> on her, like, right yeah. now? Like, <laughs> anybody to be like, hey, oh, sorry, text my phone's ringing. Text, like, so there's a security on the, because I'm pretty sure it's the text same staff. Text to be like, be on the roof with the gun, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Also, that part was dope. <laughs> was, that part was really dope. dope. That was um, <laughs> I, again, I, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the series, and this is not going to take me away from ranking the series very high on my list of oh, these okay, types of genre shows. Uh, but I just thought I was deflated for the last eight episodes, or seven episodes. I just, I didn't this, believe anybody was a threat. This ending is not as egregious as Game of Thrones. Oh, facts. Oh, my God. It's kind of about Game of Thrones ending. Oh, now I just feel icky. I got to take a a more double shower tonight now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Not, we got any, you got anything else or we want to go to the rating? Poor Ruth, man. Oh, man. But at least she can go in and, get, and start more stuff that, you know, she can have a, a better hairstyle. Facts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ruth Perm is burnt, y'all. Been burnt the whole it's been burnt the whole show. I thought when she finally started making some money, it was going to kind of glamber up a yeah, bit. Yeah, go, go, get, go get your hair done, girl. Come on. <laughs> That perm was burnt, bruh. All right. <laughs> Rating for Ozark Season 4, Part 2. What do you give it, Jason? I'll give it a 4. It's still pretty good. It's still good. This, you know, it just, 
instead of being so i mean i guess it's it's great because it was the ending wasn't so bad it made me angry it was just an ending it just ended so i guess that's that's fine it's a four it's fine. i'm gonna give it a three man i just i, I wasn't feeling it as much but it's still, like you said it's still good i just yeah. i don't know man i think it just i just wanted something stronger but it is what it is. We have fun with it, and we we're going to miss Marty and, and the Bird family. Yeah. All right. Let's I can cancel my Netflix subscription because that's twenty facts, bucks a month now. Twenty bucks. <laughs> fuck that. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about play our famous game. This or that. Yes, this or that. This is where we take this Ozark, and then we place it against or that, that <laughs> whatever show we're going to place, and you choose which one you prefer. This or that. Let's start I off with that. Sir. Yes, that there you go. This. this Ozark versus <laughs> that Oz. I mean, Oz is what Oz is what turned me on to to, to dramatic TV in the first place. Mm. <laughs> I was a twelve year old boy seeing grown dudes fuck each other. <laughs> you should never use the word "turned on" and then follow that with uh, that well, sentence. <laughs> like it's twenty twenty. Who cares? I would say Oz, I would say Ozark though, because uh, I think I enjoyed Ozark just a little bit more because I understood it because I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, it, I think Oz went a little longer in the tooth than I wanted it to. Then, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, this Ozark versus that Weeds. See, after a couple of seasons of Weeds, I just got kind of tired of the the whole family shit. <laughs> mm. So I'm gonna go with Ozark because after a while they just got get they were starting being annoying. They annoying. I don't even like y'all no more. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Ozark as well. Uh, this Ozark versus that Breaking Bad. Ooh, a pause. A thinking pause. <laughs> I just think freaking um, Walter White is probably one of the most standout characters in the last century. So I would have to say Ozark still. Fuck y'all. <laughs> oh, you pulled a Jason. I like it. Jason pulled a Jason. I'm going to go Breaking Bad, man. I mean, look, the moment when Walt throws down the crystal and the reaction sold me for Breaking Bad for the rest of my life. Um, Walt getting real gangster in the later, later mm. seasons of Breaking Bad where he's like, I'm tired of being, you know, the wolf on the sheep's clothing. I am the wolf. I am the, like you mean the whole the monologue in the desert like I am the what people cream about or are scared of. I'm like that's what I'm talking about. Walter White, go get that. Look, and I know his name, so that lets you know how much I like. <laughs> yeah, you know the yeah. you know the character name. <laughs> <laughs> um, this Ozark or that The Wire, The Wire. Sorry, yeah, easy money. yeah, easy money. It's The Wire all day, even if Michael B. Jordan is in it. Uh, this oh, I still cry about Wallace <laughs> at night, man. <laughs> this Ozark or that the Sopranos woke up this morning got yourself that's a hard one a gun. too that's a hard one too got I mean like a gun. you I would have I would have to say Sopranos because you know they were just bad people doing bad shit whereas you think the birds are good people trying to, that were caught up in bad shit trying to but they're just bad mm. people doing bad shit too but they want to pretend uh, like they're good people doing bad shit. I'm going the Sopranos by a slight, just because of metal. Metal Soprano, that's why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this Ozark or that power. 
Ozark. I got tired of power Ooh. after season two. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm with you. I'm gonna go Ozark as well because you're right. Uh, season one of Power is some of it's the great. Ish you probably didn't ever see it on TV. Season two is like this is still really good. By season three, you like, wow, they just they just taking it everywhere, huh? <laughs> is this what we doing? <laughs> we can't. We can't keep having the same conversations with Tommy in this. Like, why also, are your partners uh, at this point? <laughs> 50 Cent, you need to get shot nine more times. Just, just to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to second that opinion. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> is that about that time that we have all been waiting for? <laughs> it is the end of the N-Word for Nerd podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching, viewing, listening. Hopefully, you subscribe to the channel, us at Twitch, under... Well, we'll change the don't, don't, channel. We'll, we'll change the channel name. Thanks, yeah, Charles, yeah, yeah. for watching the whole entire time. <laughs> yes. So, guys, thank you again. We really, really appreciate it. It's a pleasure having you on. Hopefully, we'll grow this channel on Twitch and everything else. If you are joining us on Twitch, we do have individual cuts of some of the stuff we did on YouTube under Head Cannon Circus. You can also find us under Facebook under Head Cannon Circus. You can find us on Instagram under Head Cannon Circus. And you can enjoy us and have fun with that. Again, shout out to my man Big Irv coming on. Check out uh, Big Irv versus the sports world uh, or the sports people. And again, I'll put all that stuff to tag in the bottom. Our sponsors, Nerd Focus, In Your Face Art. And guys, nice. guys, remember, we got our book club coming May 21st, baby. We are reviewing Black Sands, Volume 1 and Volume 2 of the Seven Kingdoms. So please get your copy. Go and get it read. It's very quick and easy read. It will probably take you a couple of hours in one day to go through it all. And then, on, like I said, on May 21st, we're going to review those. Hopefully, we'll get somebody from the creative team to come on the show with us. If not, we're still going to have fun reviewing it. Again, our book club, we're going to start posting books. Uh, we're going to post the next set of books probably the week before May 21st. So everybody can get their copies of that as well. If you don't know, we're highlighting black or people of color because i want to sometimes it may not just be african-american or african but people of color, people but out there <laughs> yeah but majority <laughs> black and african-american authors and creators and artists uh we're highlighting them in our book clubs because we think in the sci-fi and fantasy genre we need more representation or at least people to know that we have representation in these areas yeah. we need to make them bigger so that is what our book club mission is here at the n-word for nerd show um again thank you all again and we just posted comments or well we read your comments we just posted another edition of that so you can check that out on our youtube channel um i just feel like we got so much plugs and so much stuff going on we're just truly truly blessed now we just need to stuff to turn around and be financially blessed because jason's yeah. broke he got kids to feed so. i got kids to feed i got like six kids y'all i need like and they all they need, they need new jays and mm -hmm. air force ones and they all mm -hmm. they all want the xbox ones and shit and fresh, I, I, fresh I, white tees yeah <laughs> So like I gotta feed these kids, y'all. So like y'all need, I need y'all, y'all can Venmo me if y'all want. <laughs> Ooh, okay, all right. Um, so yeah, we got a lot of great things coming on again at the end of this year, the second, the, the second half of this year. We got a lot of great things coming through, t-shirt shops, X, Y, Z. We go. I'm trying to work on a collab with my man in your face art to get us some good stuff to put on our own site. So we got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline, guys. Just stay tuned to us. Keep supporting us. Keep liking, following, sharing, getting it to other people, and then we can build this into a great thing. Jason, you have any final words? Oh, yes, there you go. We can build into the seven kingdoms ourselves. Yeah. Well, as always, y'all be kind, be considerate, and tip your servers and bartenders at least 
including Jaren, but you can also, I don't know, punch Jaren. <laughs> As always, guys, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you. We will see you all next week. Peace. Make sure y'all yeah. go see Red Tails. Good movie. Good movie. Mm.